Welcome back to Market on Close. As I mentioned, Micron down, Sherwin-Williams also down about 5% in the aftermarket. Let's talk about a few other businesses, though, that George Tillis has found. Our overlooked stock discoverer, extraordinaire and contributor on the TD Ameritrade Network. George joins us from Salt Lake to find the movers that you missed in today's session. George, let's take a breather from the downside and the kind of bloodbath that we got today in the stock market. Let's talk about some up movers. The one that stands out to me the most is a company called Alfie, up 12% today. And I'm not sure how I feel about what they do, but George, walk me through it. Yeah, it's an interesting company, which was hired today, OG, amongst all the uh, the red stocks today. But it's a basically an enterprise uh, software as a service company. It IPO'd early May. Uh, it's software that helps power uh, computer vision with artificial intelligence, and it does things to uh, provide monitoring solutions for digital out-of-home uh, advertising marketplaces. So basically, it's for targeted mobility advertising, and it's a software-based application. It uses okay. predictive analytics. George. It essentially sorts out uh, data for targeted ads. And, and of course, when I see targeted ads, I'm talking about out of the home, and these are, again, mobility ads, places like kiosks at airports mm. and Uber uh, and Lyft, of course, uh, as tablets that you would see in the back seat, things like that. So right. the company essentially is uh, past its uh, proof of concept. It is now in the place where it is uh, proof of application. It's starting to deploy its technology amongst about 10,000 different Uber drivers. This is something the company announced wow. uh, about a month or so ago. Wait, hold on, George. Uh, overall, uh, this is- Let me just yeah. jump in real quick, because I'm gonna add a little drama onto this, is, is the anchor and taking a little bit of an editorial. You're just an objective reporter, George, going through the numbers, I appreciate That's that. Right. Here's the detail I would add, is that their technology, the software that they create to identify and make their ads is based on the age, gender, ethnicity, geolocation, and emotion of someone standing in front of one of their devices. So, I mean, this is, if you thought Facebook's got your data, this company is just like going straight into the vein. Yeah, I mean, the, everything you mentioned there is basically geo-tracking and machine learning. I, I think that's sort of the way to uh, to look at how their software uh, uh, uses their technologies to, of course, target ads. And, mm -hmm. you know, you could also make the case, are they uh, pilfering personal data and information <laughs> through, uh, you know, Google or relationships? I can't say. And knowing overall, exactly where you are, uh, too. Whatever does, they know what you look like. Yeah, whatever it does... <laughs> Whatever it does to streamline your location, find your personal preferences, and targets uh, ads for you, that's a value proposition, of course, for advertisers and buyers for ads. <laughs> yeah. So uh, overall, today, so there was another catalyst today. They did uh, link up with a company called Vistar, which is sort of a programmatic exchange-based business like the Trade Desk. Google also competes with that company as well. Mm. But uh, Alfie says uh, that they've got about $500 million worth of advertising inventory uh, in the works, in the pipeline through 2022. Now, again, that's about a year and a quarter away. Uh, overall, looking at top line sales, uh, I can't see this because they've got an, it was a recent IPO, but they've got 127 million in terms of market cap. But I think overall, the relationships they've been building with Uber, Lyft, from a writer standpoint, now linking in with a programmatic exchange or an ad exchange business like Vistar, uh, again, brings more transparency to uh, Alfie's technologies from a value added uh, standpoint.
Okay, George, how can they just put the tech in the back of the Uber, though? Do I not get to choose if I want to give them that data, just like in, with the social media sites now, where I could kind of take my briefcase of information? Like, I mean, they've been fighting legal battles over this. So what, I just sit in the Uber now, and it knows I look like this and where I am? And I'm, I mean, do I not get a say in that? Are they not going to run into some difficulty here? Okay, I'm not a privacy expert, OJ. Sure, fair. Yeah. They know all the information about you before you even sit in the seat. So right. at the end of the day, you know, when it comes down to data information, this is a company that uses, uh, of course, machine learning, geo-tracking, personal information, as you mentioned, emotions on your face to, uh, to target those ads. So this mm. is a next-gen secular technology. It is a new company. They haven't proven any revenues as of yet. They're still developing partnerships and relationships as a new IPO. I think that's important to uh, to bring about. All right. But at the end of the day, the deployment of 10,000 devices is certainly not even close to the total addressable market of Uber drivers, which range in the total addressable market to uh, about two to three million eventually. Very interesting. Okay. So basically the way it works is that if it sees I'm on an Uber in the middle of the day, going to an Italian restaurant in Chicago, I'm probably on my way to a meeting. If I'm falling asleep in the back seat, it's going to see me start to fade and put up an ad for Nespresso. Is basically the way this thing is going to work, George. Yeah. Okay. All right. You know what? I'll That's take the bike. A lot of probably many. Yes. I'll take the bike, George, to the meeting. Uh, all right. <laughs> GT. Let's go to the. Wake. <laughs> let's go to the next one. Uh, you got another stock here, digital brands. Uh, another big move, but it had been getting slammed really for the last two months. Why is it suddenly turned around? Yeah, so this is an interesting, there's a lot of stuff going on. I think the SPAC movement has created opportunities for companies to uh, essentially raise capital. And digital brands is one example of such. It IPO'd in May. And essentially, uh, there's not a lot of information on it, but it's an apparel retail company that basically offers a variety of different apparel that is typically more premium. Things like premium denim, uh, performance luxury, uh, men's suits and women's wear. But basically, it's a portfolio acquisition company. They don't actually develop their own brands. It's a, it's a digital brands group, which means it's a holding company that makes acquisitions of uh, these sort of a niche or cliche uh, luxury brands. So overall, the company is expanding through omnichannel presence, direct to consumer. Uh, they have a small, uh, a small setup when it comes down to brick and mortar. They're establishing that, but it's a new company, so we have to keep that in mind. But but I think today's news was a pretty big catalyst just because of the fact that the company is very small. From a market cap standpoint, it only, it only stands at around $44 million, which means it can be thrown around very easily. It's still a loss-making company. Uh, it did, of course, lose about $18 million last year. That's about 50% of its market cap. So I, wow. I think I, I, think I uh, want to point that out first. But they did announce uh, today, and this is a significant announcement for them in terms of the scale, uh, that their initial 2022 uh, revenue guidance was revised higher by about 350% to uh, to close to 42 million. So overall, last uh, year's revenues were about 4.6 million uh, on a trailing 12-month basis. So they're expecting about tenfold uh, in terms of sales growth by 2022, and that's not wow. organic okay. revenue growth. That's through acquisitions because that's what ah. the company primarily does. Okay. All right. Casual uh, luxury rooted in denim. George, uh, uh, another uh, little facet, little detail there. Okay, George, you provide the hardcore fundamental analysis. I throw in the flair. I think we got a good thing here with this Overlook Stocks. We should keep on doing it. Appreciate it, Mr. Tillis. You bet. Thanks, OJ. All right, you got it.
George's Overlook Stocks of the Day, Movers That You Missed. Thanks, George. Always some interesting stuff on our...